Welcome back to Red Pill News. This is David Potter. Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening, depending on where you are in the world. Today's episode is a short episode celebrating the victory of Vanderbilt pausing gender transition surgeries for minors. It's insane that this should even be a celebration right now, but the left has very intelligently, for their part, attacked the youth in this country for the past 10 years. And they know the future of any country is the youth. It's what the young people are doing. And what they've done is confused an entire generation of Americans about who they are, who their identity is. And really, that's how you introduce Marxism into a country is you get men to lose their self-identity and they think masculinity is toxic You turn the genders against each other with a a radical form of feminism. And then you even go as far as making people forget their own gender and be questioning that. And if you look at this, you know, gender dysphoria is real. I'm not negating that. But if, if you look at the percentage of people who have gender dysphoria by generation, It just keeps going up at an insane rate that is not natural whatsoever. One could only conclude that it's being influenced by pressures of adults. I mean, one could also say, well, people are more comfortable now in an open society. But if we look in the history and the rates at which we've had gender dysphoria, even in other open cultures, it doesn't reflect that. It's It's a cultural pressure It's a cultural thing that's happening that is forcing kids to be confused. If they're unhappy, well, maybe you're trans. Oh, well, you don't have any friends at school. Maybe you're trans. It's an attack on our youth. But yeah, so Matt Walsh, Daily Wire, he wrote a report. He did an investigation on Vanderbilt University, which he is there in Nashville, Tennessee, and he identified and put it out in the open that the, the these surgeons, they're bragging about how profitable it is to perform these transgender surgeries. And it's really sad because when you have your the gender reassignment surgeries, as they would call them, there is a lot of follow-up when, when you have fake constructed organs, they constantly have to be kept up, maintained over a person's life. And this report that is mentioned on dailycaller.com, Tucker Carlson's publication, it goes on to say that the doctors were actually happy. You know, some of them were, and they were pressuring employees with conscientious or religious objections, just boasting about the profitability of the hormones, the surgeries, the double mastectomies. But now that, again, as I mentioned, the Tennessee state legislature is now involved and they're probably going to ban it entirely in Tennessee, if I had to guess. I don't know the exact makeup of the Republican majority, but I'm pretty sure it's still a super majority. When I was there, out of 33 state senators, 27 were Republican and out of 100 House members, like 88 were Republican. So this needs to be banned everywhere. And thankfully, more activists, conservative activists, are bringing light on this because they're doing this in the dark. 
They know they have to do this in the dark because nobody agrees with this woke garbage. Nobody is okay with this. So it's a beautiful thing that it's being brought to light. And I, I think Tennessee will put an end to it. And you know, going further on the war on kids, you probably saw that Kanye West wore a White Lives Matter shirt to a fashion show in Paris. And you, according to Democrats, it's an act of treason. He's betraying not only his race, but the country as well. It's insanity. And more to the point of attack on kids regarding this, he's exposing BLM as being fake. They're not actually for the youth, right? Like if they were for the youth and actually protecting lives, it'd be a beautiful organization. But they've taken $80 million and they've spent it on what sounds like blow and hookers and and partying and mansions and, and white neighborhoods out of all things. So that's that's completely insane too. You know, look look that up. Look up the tax form that was released by BLM. And I think the George Floyd family has gotten very little if if no money. It's completely insane. And so that's an attack on the youth and it's an attack with the abortion rights of pushing them to be unlimited as well. I think the Republicans were very smart. At first, I was skeptical that why would Republicans announce a 15-week national abortion ban right before midterms because it would turn off independence. And then I thought about it. Well, they're forcing the Democrats to put a number and take a stand in terms of, well, how, what do you support? How many months do you support? And if you ask the Arizona Democrat who's running against Carrie Lake, her name is Katie Hobbs, she refuses to give an answer. She just says, you know, make it between the doctor and the patient. Well, she goes on to say it's very rare that late-term, the late-term abortions happen. Well, that might be the case. I haven't looked at the stats to say I do know that the majority of abortions still occur overwhelmingly under convenience. It's not incest. It's not rape, as the left would have you believe. It's convenience. It's birth control. But if she's not saying how long, to me, I interpret that if she won't say a number of weeks where abortions are inappropriate, Personally, I interpret that as her saying, all the way until nine months, all the way until birth. And that has happened. That's not a non-existent thing. Again, I don't know the exact rate of that, but it has happened. And it I don't think it is as, as rare as she says that is. So we're killing kids. We're declining our birth rate. The United States military is struggling to recruit people. The people that they do recruit are out of shape, and a lot of them are woke. I mean, okay, it's fine to be out of shape. You can get in shape. But I'm not sure of the commitment of the leadership to this country anymore, even in the military ranks, because... You had Milley, who was openly defiant with Trump, when Trump just was sometimes asking for simple things. I think Milley said he would 
report to China if anything happened. He would give the first move. So that's concerning as well. And again, it's just this bigger trend of what's happening with the youth. It's all tied together. It's all relevant in terms of where is America heading. If you were to Google or get on YouTube, you look at Gen Z asking, being asked questions like how many states are there? Name three countries. A lot of them don't know. And obviously that's a huge generation generalization, right? There's a lot of brilliant people in Gen Z. I'm not a person to paint an entire generation, but I think that there is this no child left behind mindset of passing kids, getting them through school, making the curriculum easy. We had the whole pandemic, right, where kids were missing two years of school, a year, year and a half. They can't get that knowledge back. So they can try to catch up, but I just don't think it's going to happen. All this is is really sad. And if you have an uneducated generation, how are they going to critique the news? How are they going to listen to what's being told with a, a questioning ear and figure out if it's truth or if it's disinformation, true disinformation or misinformation, not what is labeled as such. That's really just an unpopular opinion, according to the Democrats and the left. So while that is sad, it's still overall great that we're intervening in these surgeries, school choices on the rise. This is the other story that I wanted to mention as well. West Virginia has a school program that they introduced, I want to say in 2019, went into effect last year or this year. I wrote a piece on this several months ago, but here's the important details. It's a scholarship to help kids get out of public school, go their own way, either to private school or to help with homeschooling. The bill's not perfect. You had to be in public school for something like 30 or 60 or 90 days to obtain the funding. So it's not a perfect bill. It's a great step in the right direction. And a court had said, you know, hold up. This isn't right. We don't think that taxpayer money should be used to allow parents to decide their kids' education. Well, now the Supreme Court of West Virginia, the state Supreme Court, said, yeah, the school choice law is valid. So another great victory here as well. And we've got a huge school choice bill, I think even bigger than West Virginia and Arizona. Those are great things. What we really need to do, in addition to these things, is get conservatives in the classroom as teachers. I know individuals who are huge advocates of that. I think that's a great idea. And we've got to really infiltrate this culture of hidden indoctrination. You know, it's funny to me. I hear people argue, you know, schools are, t- are great. They're they're all perfect. The things that the right is discussing is a super minority. It's happening in one out of 200 schools. 
I just I struggle to believe that because I see so many instances every other week of Project Veritas talking to a principal, talking to a school administrator with a hidden camera. And they're like, yeah, we, we won't even hire conservatives. We won't even give them a chance of day. So the indoctrination is real, but the right is exposing it. We got to continue to expose it because we've got to change the culture. And we are. The left was very smart. I mean, we've got to give them credit for 20 years. I think they were operating with impunity, teaching kids to be liberal and not old school liberalism, right? Old school liberalism was, you know, mainly abortion and having a bigger government, more government freedom, well, less citizen freedom, right? More government tyranny, actually, for a better choice of words. But even though that's bad, this new form, this neoliberalism, this globalism, this authoritarianism is what's being taught now. And kids are just, they're lapping it up because there's nothing to counter that narrative. So I said this episode is a celebration. It is in some ways we're moving in some right directions. It's still sad, a lot of what's happening, but I do think we are making headway. And I'm going to continue to produce these episodes. Subscribe, whichever platform you're on. It might be weekly for a little while. Eventually, I want to make these daily, even if they're short updates. Uh, I'm on YouTube. You can find me at, at Red Pill News. Also on Facebook at The Red Pill News. So I'm doing a lot of video content, getting in some longer form, been making some short memes, because comedy really exposes the left. They can't counter the mockery, the parody of their insanity. Their rhetoric that they use, their their pseudo-scientific words that they try to counter facts with, it fails when you when you mock them with comedy and memes. And that's really the importance of memes. I'll just add that. I think some of the Generation X and maybe mainly boomers don't understand why memes are becoming so popular. And it's for that precise reason. It's because they destroy the mainstream narrative. The propaganda cannot work against the memes. So yeah, I'm rambling a little bit, but I hope you're well. And be hopeful. Pray for our country. We're going to turn this thing around. We're going to win on November 8th. We're going to halt much of Biden's woke agenda. And we're going to make America great again. Until next time, take care and God bless.